Uh, yes, Mel Kuyper Jr. has finally released his first NFL mock draft for 2024, and we're going to react to it here on Patriots Today. My name is Harrison Graham from Chat Sports. Welcome into the show. Appreciate everybody for clicking on this video. And the Patriots draft the quarterback. We'll tell you which one they select in just a moment. But hey, should the Patriots draft the QB with the number three pick? Put your GM cap on, even though we don't know who the Patriots GM is. Type Y for yes, type in for no, and let us know if you think New England should draft a quarterback at number three. And Roly, sometimes dreams come true. Drake May falls to number three in Kuyper's first 2024 mock draft. I need it, man. I, I, if this was how things shook out on April 27th or 28th, whenever it is, I would be the happiest camper alive. I know there's a lot of Patriots fans out there that are a little bit low on Drake May. They're a little lazy and with their comparisons and have compared him to Mitch Trubisky. Oh, I wonder why that is. And I've also seen some comps to Mac Jones, which the only comparison to Mac Jones is they both wore number 10 at the <laughs> college because they play absolutely nothing alike. But a lot of y'all know, if you were returning viewers, how high I am on Drake May. It might be a little biased, might not be, but I think he's the total package. He's my number one quarterback. I'm not the only one that thinks that either, by the way, because Dane Brugler of the Athletic has May as his number one guy, but he still mocks Caleb Williams number one. But I'm a big fan of Drake May, and in this mock draft, you're probably wondering how that ended up happening, him going to New England. Well, this was the top five from Mel Kuyper, and he had the Bears staying put, but had Washington going Jaden Daniels with the second overall pick. Yeah, and look, you know, these draft analysts, when they do their mocks, typically, now their own biases might come into play some, but typically they do that, especially at the top of the draft, based on what they're hearing. And I will say this, Roly, Mel Kuyper has pretty consistently hyped up Jaden Daniels, like for a few weeks now. He said, hey, Jaden Daniels, it wouldn't shock him if he got in the conversation for number one, but... If Daniels does rise and say the commanders really like Caleb Williams, but they can't get him, maybe they like Jaden Daniels more than Drake May. And then if you're New England, Drake May sitting in your lap at three, that feels like a no-brainer opportunity if that comes to fruition. Now, here's what Kuyper had to say on the selection of Drake May. He said the Patriots ranked second to last in the league in offensive points per game, 12.9, my goodness. And their offensive line ranked last in pass block win rate at 43.5%. Lyman Trent Brown and Michael Winnu and tight ends Hunter Henry and Mike Gesicki are among the team's free agents. What better way to start a new era and possible offensive rebuild than to take an elite quarterback at the top of the draft? May had some ups and downs in 23, but he's an outstanding deep ball thrower, 6'4 frame. He takes care of the football and has some dual threat ability. There's a ton to like in his potential, and while the Bears might struggle with the decision to move on from their first-round quarterback in the 2021 draft, the Patriots should not agonize as much. Mac Jones has regressed enough to make that an easy call this offseason. Quarterback is by far New England's biggest need. So would you guys be happy if the Patriots selected Drake May? Type H for happy or U for upset. I would certainly be happy with it. I'd be even I'd be thrilled if it was in a scenario where you didn't have to trade up. I mean, Roley, you could argue this is the dream outcome here. Oh, it is for me. I've always said that the dream thing for me is that, well, if Jane Daniels won number two, I guess that takes care of itself. But I've always said that I'd love for the Bears to keep Justin Fields, trade out of the number one pick with Washington. Chicago goes from one to two. Washington goes to one. They take Caleb Williams. Marvin Harrison Jr. is two, and then Drake May falls in your lap. 
There's pros and cons of both quarterbacks that are going to be there surrounding New England between May and Jaden Daniels. You expect Caleb Williams to go number one regardless who's making the pick. So you really have to start looking between Drake and Jaden unless you plan on trading up to number one. And I just like Drake May. And sure, the raw statistics are going to support Jaden Daniels, and rightfully so. He won the Heisman. He's also playing with Malik Neighbors and Brian Thomas Jr., two first-round picks that are likely going to go in the top 20 each in their respective terms. But May possesses an elite ability to be mobile but also throw the ball downfield. And when you think of the pros and cons of Drake May, sure, he regressed a little bit when you look at the statistics, but he also relied on a running game in his final year at North Carolina. Marion Hampton was terrific. And he, to me, is the best throw of the football between the hashes over the middle of the field. He's got the velocity. He's got the arm talent. He can do it all. Yeah, I mean, look, I mean, if you can build a quarterback in terms of, like, height, weight, athleticism, I mean, you're not going to find many that are built better than Drake May. I mean, he's between 6'4", 6'5". He's going to be 220, 230 pounds. The arm is strong. It's, it's, it's elastic, too, if that word makes sense, where, like, he's – He's a smooth thrower of the football. Like it, he doesn't have a hitch in his release. Like it, it just looks easy. Um, I mentioned he can move around well. He, he sees the field. Like he's built like Justin Herbert. I mean, Herbert's probably a little thicker, but he also added weight once his career got going. I'm sure that'll happen with Drake as well. Um, you know, if you tell me you're getting Justin Herbert light, Justin Herbert 2.0. I know Herbert hasn't won a ton yet, but. You put Herbert in New England, I think we'd all be pretty happy with that. So if Drake May becomes that type of player, I think that's more than a home run. That's an excellent pick. Yeah, and I think the one thing that is so impressive of Drake May is the rocket arm and the creativity that he plays with. It might not be Caleb Williams-level creativity, but a lot of people compare Drake May to Justin Herbert. I think that's fair because of strong arm and just their way their body looks because they do look pretty similar when they've got pads on and a helmet. But I see a lot of Josh Allen in May, and you're not probably going to get the mobile of the mobility of Josh Allen in terms of I'm going to just truck you and we're going to yeah. run QB powers. But when you talk about the ability to make a play outside the pocket and just visualize the deep ball down the field and throw it as far as you possibly can and still possibly overthrow wide receivers 60 yards downfield, I do see that. And that is one negative as well with Drake Mays, that he sometimes put his, he puts himself in harm's way when he doesn't need to. He leaves the pocket a little bit early, like Josh Allen does, and he doesn't take the check down right away. That's something he'll have to work on, but I see the ability to do things with his left hand, with his right hand, fit it in the tight windows, do it on the run, and zip it over the middle of the field that Josh Allen has really proved to dominate New England over the past four or five seasons. You would rather have to scale back fearlessness than to add that to a quarterback, if that makes sense. Like, like you'd rather have someone who can and believes that they can make every throw than have someone who's hesitant to throw the football or doesn't think or doesn't have the arm talent to make certain throws. And that is one thing, like, if you're comparing Drake May and Jaden Daniels, sure, Daniels is a superior athlete and runner of the football there's going to be some tight window throws that Jaden Daniels can't make to the level that Drake May can. Like that, that's just, and that's not going to change, by the way. Jaden Daniels is not going to wake up in three months and improve his arm strength by 20% to close the gap. Like he's got a good arm, an NFL arm, but Drake May has a rocket launcher. I mean, he's probably got a top 10, top 12 arm on the planet without even stepping on an NFL field yet. So uh, that's just the difference there. And 
I, again, I, you know, I know it's kind of a cliche thing to say. That stuff matters when you get into January, man. When you're playing outdoors and it's windy and it's cold and it's snowing sometimes, it's raining. I mean, Brock Purdy, great example, right? Like, he, he's, he's overachieved early in his career. But would anybody watching that game against the Packers and his struggling to grip the wet, a wet football, like, to me, that's a bit of a concern moving forward if I'm San Francisco. That's not the type of stuff you have to worry about with Drake May. He's not going to have issues to that level in those type of conditions. So I think this is a home run if it falls into your lap this way. And uh, uh, shout out to Kuyper uh, for, uh, for having this fall this way for this mock draft. For the best Patriots offseason coverage, hit that subscribe button. Myself, Roly, free coverage on just about a daily basis here on New England Patriots Today. We'll have our own mock drafts. We'll react to other big draft experts' mocks and uh, see what different uh, scenarios come into play. Hit that sub button. We're not going anywhere this offseason. Now, Roly, talk to us about any concerns there could be when it comes to Drake May. Yeah, as high as I am on Drake May, and I have him as my number one quarterback in this draft class, not my number one prospect. I'd still put Marvin Harrison Jr. Agreed. I, I, we both agree Positional with that. Positional value. Um, but I don't want to make him out to be this some perfect prospect, right? There is no such thing as a perfect prospect. Well, might be Marvin Harrison Jr. But um, with Drake May, there is the concerns that I kind of – laid out a little bit ago when in terms of bailing out of the pocket too early. He hangs in the pocket and is not afraid to get hit as he throws. That is a positive. But it's not the same as bailing out of the pocket because he does sometimes leave a clean pocket when yep. it's not necessary to go make a play on the run. But when you do that, it really limits your ability to go downfield because say you have a perfect pocket. You can go over the middle. You go to the left. You go to the right. Well, if you bail out to the right early, it eliminates the left side of the field. So it kind of is the one thing that I have on May is that even when he gets a perfect structure and the offensive line holds up, he will still occasionally leave early to go try to make a play with his legs and just make some hero ball play. And I think, as you mentioned, it's better to have to scale that back rather than that put, him, put that on him. But May does try to go hero ball mode a little too much at times at North Carolina, which is why I see a lot of Josh Allen. Here's what – I'll simplify this for, for, for our audience here. Here's what it is. It will drive NFL offensive coordinators crazy at times because, yes, you like the ability for your quarterback to go into Patrick Mahomes mode and make some crazy play. But the reason Mahomes is so special is because he is developed as a pocket quarterback. Like, when he has to go make that hero ball play, he can. But most of the time he's sticking in there and he's taking the seven-yard completion because – what happens is, is sometimes May might bail a pocket, and if he hung in there a quarter of a second longer, well, the backside curls open. The, the slant is open. And, you know, an offensive coordinator sitting up there in the box is like, dude, just stand in there and give me the eight-yard completion. Like, and let's get to the next play. Now, you live with it sometimes because guess what? He bails, he makes someone miss, and then you hit the 40-yard completion downfield. So it's about balancing it and knowing when to do it. And, Look, sometimes guys just do more at the college level because they know they can, like Drake May probably did. He'll probably realize pretty quick when he's taking reps in an NFL training camp, oh, it's not as easy to do that at this level. Everybody's as athletic as I am, if not more athletic. So, um, again, I, I, you still like having that ability in your quarterback because guess what? You know who can't ever do that is Mac Jones, is Bailey Zappi. And, like, we've seen the limitations clearly. Like, if you don't have that to your game, you have to be extraordinarily sharp 
with your mind and with uh, your pocket presence and accuracy. With this, it allows those other things to take longer to develop if needed. So uh, you would much rather have the extra tools in the toolbox like Drake May certainly does. Uh, we do have a t-shirt uh, combination available for you guys here at Patriots today. Long sleeve, short sleeve t-shirt here. You get two for the price of one. Chatsports.com slash Patriots shirt combo. Patriots shirt combo. Say that three times fast. Link is in the comments and in the description. You get a little blue, get a little red. You got the old school logo there. You got to love it. Chatsports.com slash Patriots shirt combo. A lot of energy, a lot of momentum around this franchise right now. Go represent, get some new gear today. Link is in the comments and in the description. Now, when you compare this mock to the big board, Roley, um, I mean, he's the third prospect. He went number three overall. Um, obviously, quarterback just gets a premium overall. So, Kuyper, you wonder if Kuyper's hearing something about Daniels in Washington. Yeah, that's why I wanted to really show this, is that you saw the top five in Mel Kuyper's mock draft, but this is his big board. That's the top five. He has Odunze at number five, which to me is quite the shock that he's over neighbors and even inside the top five. But focusing on the top four here is like, I think that Washington might be in the market for like Caleb Williams or Jane Daniels. Because for Kuyper to constantly hype up Daniels as someone who could go number one and then mock him number two, like it's clear to me that Kuyper, at least very early on in the process, has heard that Washington really likes Daniels or Caleb Williams. Yeah, because you don't hear it with Chicago. Like, the Chicago conversation, and maybe the Bears are doing a great job of keeping things under wraps, but the Chicago conversation is they're either keeping fields or drafting Williams. Like, you don't even hear May anymore yeah. uh, when it comes to Chicago. Now, again, it's smokescreen season. That could change. They haven't gone to the combine yet, all that stuff. But you do wonder if Kuyper's hearing something behind the scenes of, like, if Washington's unable to move up, maybe they like Daniels, that type of quarterback, more than they like Drake May. Yeah, and, and the reason why I just want to really hammer home this and this draft strategy, if you will, for New England, is you saw the top ten prospects on Mel Kuyper's big board, which, by the way, quick tangent, nine of the ten, at least right now, are offensive. How about that? It's an offensive heavy draft class. Good year for New England yeah. to be picking high because they need offense. Really benefits New England there. But I just want to hammer home. I know it might be boring to hear the same thing over and over again, but if you're watching for the first time, it is no doubt in my opinion, and I think Harrison agrees, the third overall pick from the New England Patriots will be used on one of the three quarterbacks or Marvin Harrison Jr. Yeah, I it's mean. It just is what it is. I don't foresee any other scenario. I guess the one exception is if there's just some, like, crazy trade-up that someone offers outside of the top five that you just feel like, wow, they're giving us two future firsts and a second. We feel like we have to take it. But if they stay at three, I mean, there is no other scenario. Michael Penix isn't getting up there at this point. You're not taking J.J. McCarthy, I don't think. I don't think you're going to go rogue. I love Brock Bowers, but you're not taking him over Marvin Harrison Jr. So, yeah, I'm with you. I think it's Williams, May, Daniels, or MHJ. Um, Williams probably the longest shot there because I do think he goes number one. So, yeah, I mean, you're kind of down to three or four prospects, even though we're three and a half months away from the draft. So Obviously, they will do their due diligence on all of the prospects. I just want that to be abundantly clear. But with your two biggest needs being wide receiver and quarterback and the top four players in the draft being wide receiver and quarterback, I mean, it's a match made in heaven. You picked the right year to not be good. I'll tell you that. No one wants to be bad and be picking in the top five but you picked the right year to do it. Let's just say that. Yeah, if you're going to suck, do it in the right year, and uh, New England has done just that.
All right, guys. Appreciate everybody for tuning in. By the way, grade the pick of Drake May at number three overall. Give us your thoughts on that. Hit that subscribe button. We'll be back tomorrow with another episode of Patriots Today.